With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Daily Mojo Podcast. Adjust your mojo now. We are controlling transmission. When in the course of human events, it becomes necessary. All things being equal, I'd rather be in Philadelphia. Oh, stewardess, I speak jive. Oh, good. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of radio with an attitude. Welcome to another two hours of common sense and erratic behavior. With Brad Staggs and producer Ron, this is your Daily Mojo. All right, remember back during the uh, scamdemic when churches were being harassed by the state and uh, they were shutting down outdoor, outdoor uh, services because, you know, the Rona could kill people outdoors. You got to wear the mask outdoors. You got to wear it everywhere. You got to wear it in the shower. You got to wear it at the beach. You got to. Uh, some good news out of Idaho uh, over at uh, Fox News, if in fact the story is true. The city of Moscow, or Moscow, Idaho, which I think is also where those college students were massacred. Um, the city of uh, Moscow has agreed to pay $300,000 uh, to Gabriel Wrench. He was a citizen and uh, he was there at the um, at the church, and got arrested and ticketed for not wearing a mask. Two other uh, churchgoers, so the three of them total. The three uh, brought the lawsuit forward following uh, in 2021, alleging their First and Fourth Amendment rights were violated. City of Moscow yep. ultimately agreed to sell it for 300 grand. Good for them. Good, good, and I hope that happens more across the country too. I hope that they. See, the irony of the whole thing is that when the city pays out, that's, you know, everybody's money. So they essentially helped pay their own settlement. You know, that's, that's the problem with settlements that you get from government. It's not the government's money to Correct. begin with. And so they're paying out everybody else's money to you and paying some of your money back to you. But that said, still, I say good. I say good. I mean, the, the, the craziness of 2020 and the, the, the crap the state pulled and continues to pull in the name of the scamdemic is not only shameful, but it's illegal, immoral, and probably fattening as well. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, if you are new to the program, the Daily Mojo is a two-hour uh, jaunt into auditory deliciousness, and uh, we are a little different, so we ask you, you 
give us a little uh, slack, a little leeway, you'll see what we are doing. It generally takes about a week or so of listening to know whether or not you love us or you hate us. So we thank you for for coming aboard. The big contest is tomorrow for the podcast listeners, and we'll get to details on that in just a few. Plus, the tragedy that happened up at um, the Obama's place. That was crazy. And the reaction to it. That was crazy. Is bizarre. Pretty much everything is bizarre. Even the Jamie Foxx thing, which we'll get you in uh, just a a few minutes. But uh, first, the excitement was happening on the streets of San Francisco. Uh, Not necessarily near the uh, piles of feces, but the... um, the company uh, Twitter, well, it's the company X. X now, X Corp. X Corp. Yep. And they were removing the uh, Twitter letters from their signage. Now, Elon Musk and crew rent that building. There has been some uh, controversy surrounding whether or not he's been paying the rent. And I know that at one point he was not paying the rent there or at, at another office, and I don't know the internal details of that uh, lawsuit, so we'll just leave it there that reports are he wasn't paying rent. The uh, people there taking down the Twitter sign up aboard a giant cherry picker uh, were stopped midway through. And the police showed up, and uh, they made him stop, made him stop taking down the sign. Reports initially went out that this was because no one at Twitter or X had secured a permit. Oh, so it's all the about sign the removal. Permit. So, again, the state. Yeah. The state interfering. And to be fair, there was some uh, street blockage because when you have a, a big cherry picker like that, you have to, you have to, uh, you know, Stop traffic down on the streets and all that. All safety, Brad. All safety. It's all safety. Not about harassing Elon Musk. This is all about safety. The uh, local police, though, told the San Francisco Standard, though, it was a misunderstanding. At about 12.39 p.m., officers assigned to the Tenderloin Station responded to the area of 10th and Market regarding a report of a possible unpermitted street closure. Through their investigation, officers were able to determine that no crime was committed and this incident was not a police matter and a boogie on. The police on the scene said that someone with Twitter had a work order to take the sign down but didn't communicate it with security and the property owner of the building. Either way, the cherry picker is now gone. By the way, it is not a crane, it's a cherry picker. And uh, the result is that uh, Twitter is now er er. Is that if so? They, coming down, so they didn't let them finish, though. Is that the deal? No. If, yeah. if now, if you're coming down one street, it's er. Unless, of course, the neon is lit up, in which case it's probably too blinding to see, and then er. And on the other <laughs> side, Twitter. Uh, they left some of the letters on the ground. I'm sure they went back and and picked them up. Although, remember the big. Uh, auction he had for all the twitter stuff yeah oh yeah and you you could buy the twitter bird that was in the lobby and all of that and um sorry i'm staring at the i have uh uh, heavy equipment envy that jlg lift right there give me a minute to myself (laughs) 
Those are expensive. I rented one of those, and I rented a, um, it was the 60-footer, 50-footer when I was at the other place. Cherry picker or scissor lift? That's That's a cherry cherry picker. picker. Yeah. That's a cherry picker. And those things articulate, and they they have a... uh, a telescoping boom on them, and then the end, the uh, what the the basket is connected to, articulates so it can go left, yeah. right, up, down, and and clockwise and counterclockwise. And I rented one of those to clean the giant windows at the other place, which hadn't been cleaned in Lord knows how many years, and the nastiness that was up there. But when you get up to that height, and I was in the basket all by myself, is it swaying ex- in the wind? Oh yes. Uh, well, I was inside first. Oh. So even inside, though, when you move, the thing just gently yeah. kind of moves back and forth. And you look down, and it's a hell of a drop. And you don't realize it, and especially if you're not used to it on a daily basis, you don't realize it, but the entire time that you're in this thing, 40, 50, you know, 55 feet up, it was a 60-footer because the top of the, I remember now measuring the, the ridge line in that roof, was 72 feet. And so it was a 60-footer because I didn't have to get all the way to the top. So the, I spent the weekend up there washing the window, 70, 65 feet, whatever it was, up in the air. And the following Monday, when I got in, I felt like I had run a triathlon. Oh, that's because every muscle in my body was tensed up. Oh, yeah. Exactly. That's exactly what it was. I was so tense the entire time being in that little bucket. I mean, it was a gratifying experience because the windows were clean and the spiders the size of small cats were cleaned out, but it'll uh, take a toll on your body. And I can't imagine doing it in the middle of the streets of San Francisco which was, in fact, a show back in the 70s. So anyway, he probably, back to the uh, original point, uh, he'll probably be auctioning off the uh, letters that they removed from the building as soon as they are able to Finish resume. Yeah. Right, exactly. Um, so the demolition guy was cutting the Twitter logo. Musk suggested in a Twitter Spaces conversation yesterday evening while he was playing Diablo 4. Demo guy, impact driver. Oh, look at that. Rigid gets a little shout out. Instead of blow torches, the demo guy appears to be using an impact driver from Rigid, one of the Home Depot's house brands. Is that? Yeah, that is a Rigid. And I will add my um, valuable recommendation to Rigid. They are a highly underestimated and undervalued uh, brand. That's tools. If you're looking for tools. T O O O. S-K-O-O-L. Because we went to public school. So anyway, you uh, be watching uh, the be watching for auctions on the Twitter letters that will be happening at some point uh, in the very near future. And this is a big week for UFO and UAP. Don't we have another hearing Uh, coming up? There are the, uh, yeah, the hearings are happening this week. The... um, Pentagon, though, has uh, blocked lawmakers from, the, uh, from any UFO data ahead of the UAP hearing, according to News Nation. The, uh, and according to the GOP, Pentagon, why won't they release JFK stuff? 
Well, that's because... Well, And you know, here's the other thing. How do we know it's actually the president saying that, saying, no, don't release it? Uh, because, I don't know that we do. I don't, I don't think it's the president. Well, I don't think he's got very little. I, I think he's got very little. Well, no, it's, 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 he has to give the okie dokie to unclassify it. Okay. And Trump had promised to declassify all that stuff, but he, he didn't do he it. He didn't do it. Which makes me wonder, because Trump doesn't want to come off as a person who, well, I told him to, but they wouldn't. Possibly making him feel like, you know, it presented an, a weak image. I would guess that it was presented to him that it doesn't matter what you tell us to do, we're not going to do it. So don't make a fool that's, out of yourself. That's, that's what I'm starting to wonder, because Biden said the same thing. Yeah. Same thing that with he the JFK stuff. We don't care what that's you tell what I mean. us to do. We're not going to release it. That's what I was referring yeah. to, Trump, uh, you know, because Trump said that, well, and Obama, regarding the UFO stuff, Obama and Clinton both said there was nothing there regarding UFO stuff. Right. So it's possible that they have just not been shown it. And from what we've gathered over the last, what, few weeks, Obama and Clinton probably didn't think there was anything there. They were never told. Likely not. Yeah. So the GOP is saying that the Pentagon and the Air Force have blocked lawmakers from seeing any images or data on UFOs or UA, uh, UAPs. Uh, Burchett out of Tennessee says that's why nobody trusts the government. White House, of course, n- nobody gives a crap what the White House thinks anymore because they're a bunch of morons. But they say that uh, they take UFO issues seriously and will always be transparent with Congress. What the hell ever. And in Biden speak, that would be, uh, we're not going to tell you a damn thing. Hat tip to uh, the folks over at my queue. Garage door company. And uh, <laughs> garage door open. Well, no, company, yeah. Now there are, they're a software company that uh, allows you to connect to your garage door. Gotcha. I, and, that's the way mine is. Mine's connected with my queue. And they, uh, over on The Verge, they were wise enough to be uh, the sponsor of this particular story, and I guess a lot of others, but I thought this was a very creative commercial for my queue, even though they are not a sponsor of the program. Whoa. Giant UFO. And I didn't know I already had a smart garage. Look up. The MyQ app turns any garage into a smart garage. So you can monitor and control your garage door from anywhere. Look up. Chances are you already have a smart garage. Just download the free MyQ app today. Which I have, and it uh, works quite well. Works but like I thought that was a clever commercial. Yep. And it's another example of how we, as the general public, have been simply conditioned over the years to accept... Um, the presence of aliens and or UFOs flying over our head. The more we accept the, it, the less less effect it's going to have on us when they do release it. I don't know about that. I mean, it's possible, but still, I think that... Um, I think that's what they're thinking is. That's what they're thinking. I guess it could possibly have less of a... possibly less of an effect. Uh, over at the wellness company, and I bring this up because uh, Dr. McCullough plays a uh, large part in this 
next story and plays a large part in the title of today's episode, which is back here on the backboard, which is uh, was <laughs> Jamie. Not sure why that's up there, but Jamie Foxx and an alien abductee, which is right back here that you can't see. But oh, here, sorry, my bad. Jamie Foxx and alien abductee. <laughs> it's not up there any, anyhow. Start calling you Joe or Shawnee. Uh, the Wellness Company is the company that Dave, uh, that uh, Peter McCullough has. Uh, I, I don't know if he was, if he's an owner, if he has just agreed to participate with them. But I know he's affiliated with the Wellness Company, and you can get there by going to getwellmojo.com. Getwellmojo.com, which is the brainchild of one real Ron Phillips over there. It's Ron's fault. It and they are a... If there is whatever the opposite, it's based, right? That's the opposite of woke, based. Based, yeah. If you're based, they are talking about a based health company. That would be the wellness company. And you can choose to buy a subscription to it, be a member of it, get lower prices on stuff throughout the year, or you don't have to. You can just do stuff without joining them. So you don't, there's no obligation to join them as a, uh, you know, as a, uh, a member if you use if you choose not to join them as a member, you can use the promo code Mojo Five O. Correct. <clears throat> I had to think about that for a second. <laughs> wow. Uh, but sucks. if you use the promo code, no, it's I couldn't remember if it was that or Daily, Daily Mojo. Mm-hmm. And um, right. So anyhow, go there now, and uh, if you would like to uh, deal with people and your health that ain't woke that are based. I would like you to uh, to at least take a look at them. All right. This is, if you haven't seen it, this is part of the video that Jamie Foxx released on his Insta. Uh, to them, to God, to a lot of great medical people, uh, I'm able to leave you this uh, video. I cannot tell you how great it feels to have your family kick in in such a way. And, and y'all know they kept it airtight. They didn't let nothing out. They protected me. And that's what I hope that everyone could have in moments like these. It was fascinating. And I, uh, does he get to the uh, part with the tubes? Oh, uh, now, you know, by being quiet. Here we go. Sometimes things, you know, get out of hand. People saying what I got. Some people said I was I was blind, but as you can see, uh, <laughs> as you can see, the eyes are working. The eyes are working He's just fine. His eyes are going to get uh, stuck that way. Walking. said I was paralyzed. I'm not paralyzed. Uh, but I did go through. I went to hell and back. And my road to recovery uh, had some potholes as well. All right. I'm going to pause it right there. You can watch the whole thing over at, uh, on his Insta channel. I am Jamie Foxx. I didn't know. I mean, I think a lot of people went, wow, what happened to Jamie Foxx? He's lost when you a look lot at of him, weight. He, so he lost he a sick. lot yeah. of weight. Looks pale. Yeah. But there is another, uh, and I didn't notice it until I read what Dr. McCullough had written. Hmm. That's an Dr. interesting McCullough, headline and photo, by the way. It is. And it is, uh, they are a sponsor. The wellness company is a sponsor over at Zero Hedge, too. Zero Hedge is another, what I would call, based site who are often accused of and, and were during both the scamdemic and the uh, 2020 pie eating contest as uh, purveyors of propaganda and uh, fake news. Yeah. Which that's the first thing I look for 
in a website, if they were accused of fake news and propaganda, I'm in. Because we all know that fake news and propaganda is code for truth. For the most part. Well, for Anyhow. those listening, this is a photograph of Jamie Foxx arm in arm with Dr. McCullough. Yeah. They got their arms around each other. Not in a gay way. Yeah. Just in yeah, a, yeah. a brohim way. So this is what Dr. McCullough wrote. He said, recently, Jamie Foxx appeared after three months of silence. He was pale, lost weight, described having tubes, probably endotracheal and feeding tubes, and had lost his nasolabial, nasolabial fold on the left face, a telltale sign of alleged COVID-19 vaccine-induced stroke. The occipitofrontalis tone was lost, and I noticed his shirt was buttoned up to, to the very top, which is unusual for Fox, possibly to cover up a tracheostomy stoma. Let's hope Fox, his family, and his agents develop the collective courage to tell his fans about the COVID-19 vaccine and what actually happened to him, not only for his sake, but to help warn others as a responsible public figure. A couple of things stood out in that, and they are like $40 words. Um... He had lost his nasolabial fold on the left face. Now, I'm not a doctor. However, I did play a dentist once in a student film, which gives me quite a bit of credibility in this area. Ron, would you like to explain what the nasolabial fold is? I have no idea, Brad. I was hoping you could. That's because you're not a doctor, nor did you play a dentist in a student film. That's correct. Your nasolabial fold is the little line between like your little cheek and the skin around your mouth. This, when you kind of do a little, here. it's a it's that little line. Yeah, it's that little line. Mine, no, it's up a little, a little bit. fatter than up most. A, no, up a little bit. Not there. Up, 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 up. Over to you, toward your nose. Toward your, that's your other nose. There you go. It's that line down there. For those of you who, uh, obviously Ron does not know where the uh, nasolabial fold I is. Um, right here. It's that line yeah, that's the right line. there. And he doesn't have one on this side, right? Yeah. So it looks like uh, okay. Bell's palsy. Yeah. Ish. And I went back and looked, and as you're about to, looked at Jamie Foxx and loss of the nasolabial fold right there. Which, again, yeah. he said is a sign of, uh, and again, I'm... Not a doctor, but did, in fact, play that uh, dentist. Fascinatingly, what Dr. McCullough also said on his TikTok page, which uh, Ron doesn't get to see anymore, uh, but uh, Dr. McCullough wrote, praying for you at uh, I Am Jamie Fox, hoping you held strong the whole time you know what I'm talking about. The comments on that are pretty wild. Um, Let's see. What the courageous discussion? I told my wife that this was suspicious. Y'all, y'all remember when Jamie did that song about his grandma? Uh, Lest he forget, come back. No, we don't know what you're talking about. I hope Jamie Foxx is okay. These are all the comments, which are written in like six-point font that it's hard to see. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, they're like, oh, didn't ever expect to see this picture of Dr. McCullough and Jamie Foxx with arms around each other. 
But this is, in fact, one of the symptoms of stroke after COVID-19 vaccine. Yeah. Excuse me, vacuum. I apologize, vacuum. And you can look it up yourself. And again, if you need any uh, you know, advice on translation of words, terms, and other big ideas, just let me know and I'll help you translate. But there's been an uptick. If you look at the National Institutes of Health website, an uptick in those types of strokes after the vacuum. And it would make sense if you think about it, three months out of commission. Yeah. And he does say, I didn't want y'all to see me with tubes. He didn't say wires. He said tubes, which is, that's why there's a big difference between a pipe and a wire. It was a tube, he said, coming out of him, which he may have had, he, he may have been in a coma. Could have been. Now, we'll see whether or not he comes forward and, and uh, I'll gives be us honest a, with it's, you. With, today's, with the way things are today, I am, I am 100% surprised that it, it was kept as quiet as it was. As it was. Well, but, except for Mike Tyson coming out and saying, I heard it was a stroke. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, it was, it was pretty quiet. None of the tabloids got, got a hold of it. But... That would make sense. And, of course, it's Jamie Foxx's right to keep his private life private. And maybe maybe it wasn't a stroke. Maybe it was uh, something completely different. Whatever it was, if, in fact, it was related to a vacuum, I hope that he would come forward. But imagine the pressure on you at that point. Without a doubt. To not come forward. Oh, crap. Correctness. You're the retarded offspring of five monkeys having butt sex with a fish squirrel. Congratulations. Comes to die. Watch and listen at thedailymojo.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
The only way to not be offended is to choose to not be offended. Your Daily Mojo. All right, some of the comments uh, from our texting folks. Uh, Jamie Foxx got the jab, but anyone is possibly a candidate for alien abductions. AI has been among us and first publicly shown as Watson on Jeopardy, Watson, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, Lady Wrangler said oh, yeah. that. Uh, Paul Yeager and uh, some other people out there uh, expressing their love for Ron, which, uh, hey, whatevs. Again, no judgment. No judgment they love whatsoever. Me, Brad. They love me. Over in the Daily Mojo chat room, uh, let's see. Uh, what's uh, Audrey's already on her way out. She's on Wookiee duty today, but she is uh, kept me up to date on the uh, UFO goings on in Washington. So we'll talk about those coming up. And um, who was uh, who was in the hospital? Um, was it Audrey? One of the one of the listeners was in the hospital. Yeah, and I know Gamma Val was anyway. Oh. To uh, we're just let let us know if you uh, if you need uh, prayer groups going because the people over in the uh, J- Daily Mojo chat room um, and the Rumble chat room yeah. as well will will get it all together. You can count on them. Us, we're kind of flaky. Them, they're dependable. You can count on them. Uh, yes. Uh, speaking of dependable, our uh, well, I was going to say our very own, but it's uh, he belongs to Freedom Works. Not in the like slave sense. No, he's a free guy, but he is with Freedom Works. It's uh, Phil Bell, and he's brought along a uh, a guest uh, today. How you doing, Phil? I'm um, I'm doing well. First of all, I want to say that I'm a slave to the traffic in the D.C. area, so I can't get away from that ever. Uh, right. the, we if we could have, uh, you know, like a civil war to get rid of that, that would be perfect. But no uh, we are. So we're having a fly-in here. So you hear me. I come on periodically and talk about activism, talk about engagement, everything that we do. And we're so happy that you let us come on. So I wanted to introduce to you retired Lieutenant Colonel Kevin Shiflett, good friend of mine. He's from the Shenandoah section of Virginia. And he has come up here to our fly-in about 60 people total to learn about different aspects of activism. And in about an hour or two, we're going to head over to Capitol Hill so that we can let Nancy Pelosi and her friends know what we're up to. So, Kevin, why don't you talk a little bit about why you came here and what nice. you do and your involvement with Freedom Works? Yeah, thanks, Phil. Hey, everybody. Um, as Phil said, I'm retired Lieutenant Colonel uh, Kevin Shuffle from the United States Army. Uh, full disclosure, I do not speak on behalf of the United States Army or DOD. You know how, you know how that is. got to go ahead and state that out there. Um, yeah, so um, I was in the military for 23 years. I uh, thought I was going to be a 30-year guy and realized that uh, there's way too much danger happening here in America. Um, and by, I'd be more effective not being constrained um, with uh, you know UCMJ and whatnot, United States military. So I got out and be, became much more of an activist than I already was um, and got involved. And I, I started doing training myself, trying to educate my fellow Americans on the, the true existential threat we faced from uh, the slow creep of communism. Um, doing that training, uh, you realize you never know enough. So you find groups like we uh, find people like Phil Bell and uh, groups like Freedom Works, Leadership Institute, uh, CPAC, and whatnot. And I started going to every dang conference I could find, um, finding every smart person I could find, and just making myself better uh, as an activist. Sir, thank you, first of all, for your service. Appreciate that. Uh, watch who you hang around with, though. You know, you got a reputation hanging around with Phil. Um, but uh, y'all are going <laughs> up to... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, 
Uh, yeah, He's the Kevin Bacon. That, yes, exactly. Right, exactly. Uh, <laughs> we are grateful that there are people like you who will who will get out there and be an activist on the on the right side of things. And what is your uh, what? How do you feel about the way the world has turned in the past? I don't know, probably ten years, past five or six. Does it freak you out a little bit that it's gone this far off axis? I'm not going to say I'm that guy that said, hey, I told you so. But, I mean, everyone, many people have, have seen this coming. Um, I think it's just materialized in such a way that uh, your average day, your average everyday citizen can't deny it anymore. Uh, anyone who studies their history knows this has been, this was, these were seeds planted um, initially in 1848 with the Communist Manifesto and then uh, brought uh uh, put on super speed um, in the you know the early nineteenth uh, early twentieth century with critical yep. theory. We need to understand this is a long term system, a long term fight meant to destroy our way of life, and that's exactly what com- uh, cap- excuse me communism does. Um, and so I think we're seeing a lot of it materialize these days because uh, you know the communist globalist left has they've studied their history and they know if you go after the media and you go after the youth. You can write your own future. Um, every every dictator has done that, has used that methodology. And I think we just believe that we have these two beautiful, huge oceans protecting us from that. Well, the world's a lot smaller today than it was, uh, you know, decades ago. Indeed. And I think we've just, we've, we've, we did not do what Ben Franklin said. Uh, you can keep this, if you can keep this republic, you've got it. But uh, we've just kind of taken it for granted for way too long. You know, it's a, uh, it's a, you mentioned the youth. If you go after the youths of America, as it were, Ted Nugent uh, over on Truth, he uh, tweeted or whatever it is you do on Truth, he truthed a photo of the uh, Ron. Can we take this full here? Uh, the youths um, holding up swastika flags, and then the youths of today holding up these rainbow flags in schools. And that right there speaks volumes because you do. If you if you go after the kids, you've got the next generation, and who knows how many generations after that. And again, I I don't know if the people who are involved in the activism, and I'm sure not everyone who is. Some people uh, who are involved in this um, in the movement to you know make kids tolerant and all that probably do have misguided, although probably innocent intentions but there are some and probably and possibly the majority of them uh really do want to fundamentally change the way that this nation um operates and that really is scary because they've had a hell of a head start and credit where credit is due they're doing a good job of moving things in their direction you believe obviously it's possible to change this direction though right Yes, sir, I do. Um, I mean, like you said, you got to give the devil his due. That's for sure. Um, the they've got a head start. I, I would say I, I actually do believe though that it's not as it's not the forty eight forty nine percent that show up to vote in their side on their side of the fence. Um, I believe it's it's literally you know Lenin Vladimir Lenin not John Lenin Vladimir Lenin called them useful right. idiots. And that's his phrase, not yes. ours, right? So. Um, you know, throughout, throughout mankind, throughout the animal kingdom, there's always been a certain small part, part of humanity that wants to control everyone else. And most people want to just be left alone. But people who don't, um, uh, who, who don't get that, they just they fall for so much simple propaganda. And I'll say our side, 
has been terrible at understanding the power of messaging. We don't understand. That's what, you know, again, you, you utilize the media to, to push that messaging. You use culture to use the to uh to push that messaging and if we start focusing on that well first of all we got to get organized properly we are not organized right. we, we're kind of we use random chaos theory and hope that something emerges and we say oh look at that guy he's he's got it let's follow him when no human lives forever so when we we throw all of our eggs into, into one basket and say oh he's going to be our savior you know I, I saw i think it was jesse keller said there is no political savior coming it's so true right. um you know we've, we've got to understand how to organize properly at the local what i think the fundamental building block is the local gop committees and if you don't like your local gop committee the best way to to kneecap them is to join them and fix it get yourself with uh come to these events like freedom teams here at freedom works learn how to lead and learn how to be a political activist and you know and it's interesting oh sorry go ahead brad no 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 well i was gonna say that's actually to tell a story, that's how I met Kevin. So I went to CPAC 2021 in Florida, went with a couple of friends. And when I got there, there's this bald guy who said, hey, I'm trying to find all these people from Virginia, these Republicans. I went to my county committee. I couldn't find anything. I reached out to the state GOP. I couldn't find anything. I didn't know who was going to CPAC. But we happened to be in a restaurant. We Someone mentioned Virginia. He heard us, came over, we started talking. So I mentioned that to say, number one, it means that each of us as individuals have to get involved and all of us can be like Kevin, get involved and do something. Number two, it can be a lot of fun. He's gotten to be a good friend of mine. We've all made friends, enjoy each other's company, get to hang out, do a lot of cool things, have some drinks when we're done trying to fix the country, which is always a good thing. But number three, and the most important thing, going back to what I said, is being proactive. So that's why we're having this fly-in. We have 60-plus people here, and they're all going to Capitol Hill to now practice what they've learned over the past day and a half on our members of Congress so they can take that back to their hometowns and work there and bring more people over to our side. It took over 100 years for them to do what they did. We're, we can do it a lot faster because we've got the Internet, because we have groups like FreedomWorks. So we can organize and do these things. Uh, Got to ask you: Was last night uh, uh, successful? The uh, premiere of the People's House. I was looking at the trailer this morning. Now I loved it. I loved it because my face appeared there a couple of times. But the real question is, Kevin, what did you think of it? First of all, I need the superstars' autograph over here. You know, <laughs> we're charging. Okay, we're charging. Only bourbon, but we're charging. Listen, it, right. it was absolutely phenomenal. The energy in that room was amazing. But I'm going to tell you what's great about it. Um, listen, the world we live in, most people will not go back and do the research and, and figure out what happened back in January of 2023. They just won't do it. When when the FreedomWorks team put that to video, it makes it so immediately accessible to, to millions of people now to understand what happened and what, uh, you know, I, I call them the... Um, uh, the fearless five turned intrepid 20. I mean, those congressmen who stood up, congressmen and congresswomen who stood up and, 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 and took the heat rounds from unbelievable amount of, of people who thought they knew what they were talking about. And, and you all know, too, a lot of pundits, a lot of political uh, conservative pundits were just ripping our our fearless five right off the bat and not understanding yeah. like this. What you've been begging for. You finally want the nonsense to stop. Now, we can't we didn't get perfect yet. I mean, there's still some issues and that we need to fix. But thank God for those fearless five turned intrepid 20. 
And, and the way that FreedomWorks um, showcased that and puts it into one great video, I think that they've used the, uh, the nation right yeah. debate that they've used tonight. You guys are going to learn so much more of the inside of what happened and how powerful that is. And I want to add you know, something. I want to give a shout out. Yep. I want to give a shout out to Destry Edwards. Destry Edwards. He is the one who put the entire movie together. So I come in. He's sitting over there. He came to us from the blaze. He's always working, working, working. He knows how to get the right thing out of people who interview. He's in the Brad Staggs and Ron Phillips you know, level. He's up there and did nice. an amazing job, all the graphics and you name it together. So Destry Edwards, he's awesome. Uh, make sure wanted to give him a shout out. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, and uh, uh, to Kevin's point about the, uh, the pundits out there, I even heard uh, Levin, you know, ta- bitching about yes. the fact that they wouldn't confirm uh, uh, McCarthy. And I, that, that one kind of blew me away. And Hannity, too. And I, 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 love, I, love and I, I know. And it, I wonder what, because I, I believe Mark Levin's a very smart guy and obviously constitutional scholar and all of that stuff. But I just, it's almost felt like he was out of touch uh, because most of us were like, you know, don't confirm this, this jackass. He's, he's, he's part of the machine and he's proven himself part of the machine. So we still have a lot of work uh, ahead of us. Um, and before I let you go, I got to ask you, being um, being in the military, got to get your take on the UFO stuff happening out there uh, and what the uh, congressional hearings this week. Are we going to find out that we that there are little uh, green men walking amongst us or that we have uh, UFOs in captivity? Um, so I was an infantry officer, uh, you uh-huh. know, uh, ground pounder leader, uh, never privy to any information one way or the other. Personally, I've, I've not, uh, taken the plunge and, and dived into it, uh, you know, mm-hmm. in, in any great depths. I will say this though. Let me tell you how bad things must be in America. Uh, I heard a comedian say, you know, over a year ago, the U S uh, government, uh, through waiver politicians basically said, Hey, we think we have aliens and nobody cares. That's how bad it is. Like people are so focused on everything else. So, take that. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. The aliens it's, are easy uh, to find. Just go to Taxachusetts. <laughs> You'll find a lot of them right there. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Gentlemen, thank you both for uh, your time this morning. Thank you both for what uh, what you're doing. Um, we couldn't do it uh, without you. And um, be well out there is all I can say. Don't let the bastards get you down. All right. Well, thank you for having us on. It's always a pleasure, and we look forward to seeing you next week. You got it. All right. Thank you, Thanks much. Uh, and, of course, um, Kevin's uh, response meant he has seen UFOs <laughs> and has uh, worked. That's kind of what I was thinking. I was like, mm, and, uh, geez, he's delayed Bavaria a little too long. Way, <laughs> way too measured, and I'm thinking that he uh, actually has uh, seen possibly even flown he said i was an uh, infantry i was a ground pounder and i was like yeah you were you Mm -hmm. probably saw remember and and somebody (laughs) had to guard remember it's not just the big wigs that know about these things somebody's got to guard all that mess they were guarding the stuff and that's where we got a lot of information is from uh men who men and women who were assigned to guard yep these uh these uh spacecraft uh retired lieutenant colonel is that right i think that's what he said yeah and honestly, this is where my, my fear of names comes in. That's why I didn't at the end uh, say anything. Uh, retired uh, Lieutenant Colonel Kevin Shiflet. Uh, Shiflet. Yep. 
And uh, that's, again, I, that's me, because I'm like, don't say it wrong, don't say it wrong. <sighs> he would have we all have you. our hang-ups. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's by still. Uh, and somebody last week when I was on BAP, and they called in, they were like, hey, Matt, thanks for being, <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. You just, you just, you let, you let some things go, you know, you just, you, you do what you can. Uh, if you haven't yet uh, realized that the world's on fire and things could be burning down around you, oh man, did, if you missed, and you're going to kick yourself if you did, if you missed the sale over at preparewithmojo50.com, if you didn't get in there and get your one-week emergency food supply for 49 bucks, sorry, I warned you, it was a hell of a deal. It was a hell of a deal. Really, truly a hell of a deal. But uh, you can still you can still start today if you haven't already. Uh, you can start with a two week emergency food supply, less than one hundred and thirty bucks, or the uh, three month emergency food supply for less than six hundred. All depends on your budget. All depends on how prepared you want to be when uh, the fit hits the shan. And make no mistake, it's going to hit the shan at some point. And you're going to need, and then, and the great thing about these these uh, this emergency food storage lasts 25 years. It comes in these big rugged water resistant containers. Uh, it floats. If you haven't opened it, stuff floats. So if, even if you have a flood in your home, it'll at least will float. You can collect it all and put it back in. And there are there's um, some guarantees about whether if you let's say you have a house fire or something like that and it gets destroyed. Uh, there, there's and you've read through that, Ron. I don't want to say anything. I'm. I don't want to say anything wrong. But I think they'll replace it anyway. Don't take my word for it. Go to preparewithmojo50.com and get all of the details yourself. Preparewithmojo50.com. The First Amendment lives here, and the two A two, the Daily Mojo. Yeah, the uh, trailer for uh, the People's House documentary is uh, over on YouTube. You can watch it. Um, it looks fascinating. I have not seen it yet. Obviously, I've been uh, here. They did not release a, an advanced copy, but these are the heavy hitters that they've Today's got uh, the day, in though, this. Right? I mean, that's, that's Today, today is, is the day, the, yeah. yeah. And it will be... I think it will be uh, released on... Uh, on either at either FreedomWorks or on their YouTube channel. You know what's sad? And I hope that all y'all will go out there and subscribe. FreedomWorks, less than a thousand subscribers on YouTube. Yeah. If you have the chance today, please just go subscribe to their channel. And they are they're a good bunch of people. I mean, they're out there fighting the fight. And we need people like the people at Freedom Works who are right there on the doorstep of Washington and government and go out there and fight. And people like Phil, who I got to brag on Phil. We're working on something uh, that uh, will bring Phil's presence here to the Daily Mojo more than once a week. And I saw the uh, the samples yesterday, and did you see, Ron? I did. I watched them. Mm-hmm. I replied to you. And pretty, pretty amazing. Yeah. Pretty amazing. Pretty when thankful, these things, thankful that he wants to do that. That's yes, gonna be, that's because gonna be he's informative and fun. Yeah. 
it 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 will be so if you can you know get out there and and in some small way support freedom works if you got the money that's great i'm not going to do the garth and trisha hey we love you take your thoughts and prayers we'd really like your money though i mean we would and we'll take that here at the daily mojo as well but we're not asking you to send your money to ukraine how much more is it going to take just asking for a friend how many more billions knows, does it take? Dude. I mean, seriously, I, what are we, 100 billion at this point? Oh, at minimum, I think. And Let's tanks see. and uh, it's, and we stand with the people, the great unwashed in Ukraine. We also stand with the people in Russia, the great unwashed in Russia. 113 billion, Brad. I mean, And it's such a, when you look at it on a map and you start looking at, what is that? I know I hear me. Is that you? Yeah, thank you. Uh, uh, when you look at it on a map and you see where Ukraine is and you see that, you know, it's uh, right next to Poland and it's all of the, it's right on the edge of democratic entities-ish. I understand what they're saying, but the bottom line is that we are in this conflagration, for lack of a better word, when we didn't need to be. And apparently, it's not doing any good that we are. And what is winning? I still don't know what the hell that is. What does winning look like? cooks on both sides of the aisle. Meanwhile, up in uh, Washington, D.C., there was an amusing interchange between uh, Matt Gates and the Air Force Academy uh, superintendent. This, this His name is... Uh, heart. It's bizarre is what it is. We'll dip into this. and Sir, once again, uh, my concern I mean, uh, is the people about the U.S. war fighting. Hang on a second. So it's a hearing um, going on in, in, uh, in Congress, going on in Washington, about the wokeness over at the uh, Air Force Academy and all of the inclusive crap, the woke stuff. And there's a few things in here that I think will blow your mind. A diverse and inclusive force is a war-fighting imperative. This is on a slide at the Air Force Academy. General Clark, do you agree with that statement? I do agree with that statement, sir. So, I mean, were, were the Mongols diverse? Well, sir, uh, I, I'm not really uh, as versed on Mongol warfighting as how about, I am on how about the U.S. Vikings? warfighting. Were the Vikings diverse? Again, sir, I'm looking at our country, the most diverse country in the world. Sure, sure, but this is about a warfighting imperative. By the way, what does that even mean? What the does diverse, diverse mean now? Yeah. Diverse what? Diversity. I mean, what? How about the, fight, the force in Ukraine? Are the Ukrainians fighting the Russians a diverse force? Sir, once again, uh, my concern is the people that I'm charged to build into leaders. The right, but you would, you would acknowledge that throughout history, including present history, that statement hasn't borne true in every example, right? 
Sir, what I would say is that those countries have to rely on the full force of their population to, to build a war fighting force yeah. to win our wars, and that's why it's important for us to be diverse because our sure, nation— So let's look at the population that actually makes up the, the, the fighting force frequently. Now, we have more w men than women, right? 70-30-ish? That's right. correct. And, and of the men we have, most of them are not transgender men. Most of them are cisgender men, right? Uh, yes, sir. But yet, at our academies, we pu push something called the Brooke Owens Fellowship. Are you familiar with that? I am, yes, sir. And in that fellowship, it specifically says, if you are a cisgender man, this program isn't for you. So you just said that your answer on why we, why we do such this, this full hug of these diversity concepts is because it's all about the fighting force that we draw from, but you're literally pushing a program in the academies that says, if you're a cisgender woman, a transgender woman, a non-binary, agender, bigender, two-spirit, demigender, what's demigender? Sir Hold on. Little quiz, pop quiz. You didn't know there was going to be a quiz this morning, but uh, guess what? There's a quiz. What's demigender? I have no idea. Oh, Ron, you are such a simpleton. What is Demi Gender Brand? Uh, I have absolutely no idea. First time I'd ever heard this. <laughs> Demi Gender. Let's all find out together. Sir, that's, a, uh, that's a, a, a term of the people that are eligible for that particular scholarship yeah, that well, is available a person? to... It's bucks. a person who looks at their gender in a, in a different... Uh, a different way than I do, sir. Well, sure. That's all so, of these people. You're a cisgender man. You don't even get to apply. Well. Do you know what gen demigender really means? I, I'm not really sure, sir. Right. So do you know what agender means? All one word. Not a space gender, but agender. Let's, um, you know, what, just for shits and giggles here. Friends, family members, demigender. Demigender. Likewise, a demiboy. This is, the, this is the official definition from the Trans Youth Equality Foundation. I'd like to see who's funding that. Likewise, a demiboy is a person who feels their gender identity partially identifies with a masculine identity, but is not wholly binary. That does not say whether it's a bonus hole or not. But is not wholly binary, like a demigirl, a demiboy may identify this way regardless of their assigned gender. A demigirl and demiboy fall under the trans umbrella. Now, after uh, giving you the definition, Ron, what is a demigender person? I have no idea, Brad. I don't either, because this is all such horseshit. This is word salad, you know, and I... There are transgender people that I know and I like. They are not the ones out there shouting at the top of their lungs that you need to accept them for, I mean, what all of the uh, activists, and there are activists in every, um, every group out there. There are hard right activists, don't agree with them. There are hard left activists, don't agree with them. Gay activists, don't agree with them. The activists are out there are that minority, that, that little sliver that is being egged on by the machine to cause chaos, and it's working. Demi boy, Demi, I mean, that's ridiculous for crying out loud.
I sound like my dad. But if this is the way the world's going, we are in deep bandini. Because we're gonna, we've caused and continue to cause such confusion out there amongst people, which again, keeps us all at each other's throats out here in the great unwashed, makes us easier to manage by the people in charge, the uniparty in Washington. We have to continue on our side talking common sense and, you know, the golden rule and all of that. More of the Daily Mojo next. Watch and listen at thedailymojo.com. Snowflakes, beware. The truth doesn't give a about your feelings. This is your only warning. Correctness comes to die. This is the Daily Mojo. My apologies to the people on X. I mean, not the people on Ecstasy, but if you're on X, if I don't know what to say anymore. Um, <laughs> you know, in the old Twitter verse, uh, like Shy Boy in Iowa says, uh, "Real Brad Stag sounds like they're trying to relate to demigod." I'm sure that China and Russia are laughing their asses off at us. It's just so ridiculous. And, you know, you get these people who are saying, well, their mental health is you got to, but, you know, I get it. There are some people out there who ain't right in the head. I believe me, me of all people, I know because I ain't right in the head. It's almost so like we're I allowing the crazies to run the asylum. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And I think that's by design. I think that when you do that, as the uniparty, the powers that be, the ruling elite, whatever you want to call it, you, you give those, the, the crazies, more power, and it disrupts society. Because that's not the way it is supposed to work. Because then you verge on chaos, which we're very close to chaos. We're very close to um, anarchy. Yeah. Which is, again, anarchy is over, anarchy is far, far right. Right, and it's um, it's next to, um, the left. It's that whole wheel, and I know uh, was it the Gear Bear? I've got it here somewhere, but I'm trying to remember. I know it's weird when you think about anarchists being right, because if you go far enough right, you don't want any, you don't want people telling you what to do. You don't want the government. But I realize we have to have. We have to have rules in society. We have to have, because we're not capable of governing ourselves. I mean, in the, in the strictest sense, with, you know, without having a body of people, we say, all right, y'all are, you make, things, uh, you make things safe, you make things, you protect the borders and all of that. Somebody's got to do it. I get it. But then you get people in there and they screw everything up. What we need is an AI government. We need robots in charge. Do right? we, though? I mean, come on. I mean, Can we get... Yeah, we need robots in charge. Because uh, I can't see anything going wrong with that. At all. Uh, B from the SAV. Uh, don't see too many activists uh, who think like me. I just want to be left alone. And I want to leave others alone. Kind of hard to be uh, of that view and rally the masses. I know. That's the thing. 
I mean, why can't we go back to the 1970s style of, of you know, look, do your thing. Bell bottoms? No, I mean, do your thing. If you want to do what you want to do, do it. That's fine. Live by the it's laws of the thing. land, right? We have do we have laws, just do. like you said. We As a group, we follow the laws. It helps us stay peaceful with one another. But the moment you try to dictate to me what I believe, you can kiss a good man's ass. That is so Whisk. damn dumb. Whiskey Six is uh, WTF did uh, Real Brad Staggs just read? Was it even English? I know. And that's what yeah, they I'm do is they put, put out this gobbledygook. Clock Tower Drunk, I would not recommend sticking the vacuum in your bonus hole. Cut. Advice from a friend. You don't know. You know what? If you use some taffeta between, just saying. I mean, I've been told. Um, Dr. Mojo Martian, dude, answered that question like a politician. Yeah, he kind of did, referring to uh, retired re- retired lieutenant colonel. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Did I get there? Right, okay. Uh, Kevin uh, uh, Shiflet with uh, with <laughs> Phil. Uh, by the way, and I'm bad. I just were names freak me out because. Additionally, we're, your, your name is the most precious thing you can hear. Yeah. People love their own names. I it's will just use the somebody's way it name. Works. If they are a waitress or waiter, when they come to my table, I'm using their name. Their name better be on a name tag somewhere because I'm using it. For years, I thought my name was Damn It. Get the hell out. Yeah. Damn it, Brad. Get out of here. <laughs> Which that's a punchline to a longer joke. Battle for freedom. Our very own Wilson says diverse, diverse, the verse about stupidity. <laughs> uh, Second Timothy three uh, seven. Uh, always learning and never able to arrive at a knowledge of the truth. Really? Oh, that that is the verse. Uh, the verse of stupidity. Uh, and uh, don't forget to stop by the dailymojo.com. again. Uh, Ron has been working his little tushy off. Uh, getting things in order over there, and it's getting there. We get there closer and closer. You'll see up in the uh, right-hand corner the promotion for our Insider Club giveaway, which will be tomorrow. It'll be tomorrow. Uh, it'll be for the uh, the podcast. So technically, even if you're a live show listener, and you can play. You just have to listen to the podcast, too. And what's better? Yeah, because than, the phrase, what do you call it? The the phrase that pays. The phrase that pays will be in the yeah. podcast tomorrow. Yeah, right, exactly. And uh, we will uh, allow you to enter throughout the day, and then we'll pick a uh, winner. We'll pick our wiener at four o'clock or whatever time we uh, decide to. That'll give everybody a chance. And you see all of the uh, show clips that you can uh, click on and watch little snippets of the program. If you don't want to watch the whole damn thing. Um, so we've got all that going and always, uh, you can, if you got something to complain about, if you have something you want to compliment us on, if you would, uh, have a concern, whatever, just, uh, hit us up down here at the bottom of the page and, uh, you can, uh, contact us directly. Plus if you go to shop, you will find the official, the only, and the official daily mojo t-shirt, which we're both Hot wearing AI today, babes. by the way. We are. Oh. Boom. Uh, hot AI babes not included in when you buy the shirt. Just so Those you know. I mean, AI. I guess we could. They're AI. They are so AI. I'm sorry. When you look at her face, 
that babe ain't real. If she is, I will eat an entire chocolate cake. Uh, she's sitting somewhere right now going, I am real Brad. I'm real Brad. Prove it. Uh-huh. How does she prove and it? By, yeah, I know. I think we all know. I think we all know. If you've, are you into urban exploring? You know what that is? Uh, I do know what that is. Not a sexual no, thing. No, it's like Not going into the thing. empty malls and stuff like that. I, uh, right. I, you, you and they I do talked it about well. it before. You do they, it or you like they it. They do it at Disney. A lot of people do it at Disney. And there was a kind of a legendary pair that did it back before it was cool. And they were named uh, Hoot and Chief. And there on YouTube is Hoot a documentary on Hoot and Chief. And they were they would go into the Horizons ride building after hours during during the day, and they got all kinds of video and, and pictorial documentation of the ride while it, before it got torn down. I think in the late nineties. Anyway, they've kind of gone gone, uh, gone on to become legends in the Disney urban exploring uh, area. And one of the things that was in the Horizons ride was a chick in a bathtub kind of above your eye line as you rode by in the car. And she's sitting there and she's, you know, she's bathing. You never see anything below her, her neck. You see her arm, you see her knee. Well, they get up there, they take a picture and she was actually molded, built, correct. I mean, nipples oh, and everything. Really? And it was like, whoa. Disney, it was pretty wild because you wouldn't, obviously you wouldn't have to. It would just be like, you know, a mannequin, but it's like painted and everything. So it's, uh, it's uh, the documentary, if you want to go see it, it's called Please Remain Seated. It is on um, YouTube and it's really, I think, pretty cool. Um, there is an update uh, on uh, Crazy Chick. I probably should narrow that down. Oh, Carly Russell. Uh, God bless her. Crazy chick. She is, uh, uh, let me rephrase that. I don't know that she's crazy. What? Why? I don't know that what? she's crazy. You don't know she's crazy. I don't know she's crazy. She may just be, there's a lot of attention whores out there, and by whores, men and women. She may just be an attention whore. She may not be crazy. Real quick, up there, and then we're going to do the, uh, the, uh, Sorry. Okay. All right. She doesn't sound crazy, but mm. then neither did uh, ex-wife number three. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think you do. So, uh, oh, that's, they're starting right now. Let's case. dip into the, the uh, press After conference. reading the statement, we will have time for a few questions related to the case. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Keep in mind, this is still an ongoing investigation, ongoing. and there are some questions we simply cannot answer at right. this point. Like why? For that, I'll turn it over to Chief Durses. Thank All you, right. Captain. Yes. Here come the judge, I mean the chief. Good afternoon. Hi. Thanks to everyone for attending again today. Sure. I want to thank the members of our department right. and all of law enforcement who played a role in the investigation of this case. Yes. Last Wednesday, July 19th, we held a press conference and provided you with the facts of the Carly Russell disappearance. Mm -hmm. We told you the investigation was ongoing. Mm -hmm. We helped you determine where Carly was during the 49 hours of her disappearance. That's what I want to know. Today I've talked to and received a statement from Mr. Emery Anthony attorney for Carly Russell. Mm -hmm. Mr. Anthony has scheduled a meeting for Carly to meet with investigators early this afternoon, but then I received an email stating that a statement was being provided by him on her behalf. Mr. Anthony asked that I read the statement in its entirety, which I will do now. 
My client has given me permission to make the following statement on her behalf. There was no kidnapping on Thursday, July 9th, 13th, 2023. What? Wait, what? 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 There was no kidnapping? I'm shocked. I don't know about you. I'm shocked. My client did not see a baby on the side of the road. Wait, what? Yep. Oh, no. 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 There was no baby either? Nope. Damn it. My client did not leave the Hoover area when she was identified as a missing person. What? My client did not have any help in this incident, but this was a single act done by herself. What? My client was not with anyone or any hotel with anyone from the time she was missing. My client apologizes for her actions to this community. What? The volunteers who were searching for her, to the Hoover Police Department and other agencies as well, as to her friends and family. We ask for your prayers for Carly as she addresses her issues and attempts to move forward, understanding that she made a mistake in this matter. Carly, again, ask for your forgiveness oh, no. and prayers. No. There it so, is. There I it don't is. know if she's crazy. I don't know if she's crazy. Didn't say she was crazy. I don't know. Let's see if they're asking any questions. We have here. a meeting scheduled with Mr. Anthony to further discuss this case. Mm-hmm. We're currently in discussions with the Jefferson County District Attorney's Office in Bessemer about possible criminal charges related to this case. And we will announce those charges when and if they are filed. All right. How about some questions? Right, take some, we'll take a few questions. What? As Officer Hale oh, said, when we'll I right. call on you, please state your name. Choose your me. Choose me. Sir. Me down here. Chief Mims, WAGG 610-100.1 FM Summit Media. Uh, Chief, Chief, do we... All the hits of the 60s, 70s, 80s, <laughs> 90s, If he had said that, it today, wouldn't have surprised plus me. Plus, <laughs> the hits of tomorrow and the great good time oldies. Good time, oldies, great times on the radio. That's right. My name's Bob. I have a, I have question. a question. At this time, does the Hoover Police Department know the whereabouts of Carly Russell during that 49-hour period that she was supposedly missing? Now, as I said the other day, was talking Damn facts it. and everything. If I said anything today, it would just be speculation. Actual facts, we do not. Aaron Llewellyn, WBC 13. Can you tell us where, or excuse me, what her motivation was for doing this, if you can? I wish I could tell you. I think only uh, Carly knows and maybe her attorney now. But, uh, again, the statement that we received from him does not indicate any. All right. So we don't know why she nope. did it. We don't know uh, where she was, which I'm going to, again, give credit where credit is due. That took balls as big as coconuts to leave your Mercedes Benz running on, on the, the side, side of, the of the freeway. Yeah. Get out. Leave your purse and your phone and everything in the grass because you don't know what the hell is going to happen. Uh, and then trapes off into, well, do we know that she trapes off into the woods? Yeah, I bet we do. Now, nah, because they didn't have, because if there had been video footage, they would have said, look, she got into a car with somebody. So she may have actually gotten into a car with somebody, right? She, she Yes, she could have because she left her phone yeah. as well. And that was how right. they were tracking the Live 360 program. But she took her Cheez-Its that she had purchased from Target. Oh, yeah. And then later said that she was held captive and fed cheese. <laughs> what makes you go? Well, she was I held know. captive in an 18-wheel trailer first. Escaped I'm gonna go. I'm going to go buy crackers at Target. And I'm then gonna, I'm going to say <laughs> that somebody force-fed me crackers. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to need a snack. Where does that one even come from? <laughs> 
I'm going to need a so snack. So I'm guessing she got into another car, probably. Oh, yeah. That, that she didn't. Because I was thinking, okay, that would take which means to like, wander off into the street. That somebody else knows. Somebody, she had an accomplice. accomplice. Right, that somebody yeah. else knows. Who is uh, possibly right now saying, you know what, Carly? It's going to be a hell of a story unless you want to. Because yep. I don't know if you saw where her parents live, but it's a nice neighborhood. Yeah. Oh, say uh, they may have money. They may not have. They may be in debt up to their eyeballs. But uh, if, in fact, they got some cash, this may be a, um, hey, we'll uh, we'll stay quiet if, if, if you y'all, can, you know, uh, if you can pay the pipe. Slide a little, yep. slide a little, uh, little Quan our way. Um. Let's be frank in PA. Wait, what's the definition of demigender? Because if it has anything to do with Demi Moore, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. So anyway, that's the latest. That's all we know about uh, the um, Carly, Carly Russell kidnapping. Russell. I can't want to call her Carly. Uh, Carly something else. Yeah. Carly Thomas. But it's not. It's Carly. What's her name? Carly Russell. Carly Russell. That's it. Yeah. Which you now know her name. True. And she's pretty. True. Just saying, that's a good combo. You know her name, and she's pretty. She could, if she does it right, she could spin this into, I mean, look at Octomom. Look at Rachel yeah, Dolezal. Yeah, she wasn't pretty. <laughs> she was pretty busy, though. She was. <clears throat> she was. And they were just falling out. <laughs> Uh, there was actually something on uh, social media the other day with Octomom. She was um, working out, doing a lot of kegels, I think. Uh, uh, I see what you did. Make, well, you'd have to. I mean, good grief. Uh, MakeHoneyGreatAgain.com. If you ain't got your honey yet, maybe we should send Carly Russell some honey. I wonder if she'd appreciate that. Maybe. Possibly. You can get your own honey over at makehoneygreatagain.com. Please use the referral code Daily Mojo. Correct. It's the one where it's Daily Mojo. Uh, and when you do buy the honey, and I'm almost out, I'm going to have to order more, but um, it's fabulous honey. It's not just a really cool package being in the shape of uh, Trump's head and a bear's body, but it's good honey. And when you buy this honey, for yourself or for a friend, a portion of the uh, price goes to us, and a portion also goes to help the J6ers out in their uh, quest to become free citizens once again. And again, it's hard to believe that we've had people in prison uh, for over two years now. It's just, that's insane. Even if, okay, let's take it to the extreme and say you assaulted a cop. You still wouldn't be in jail for two years for that. You know what I found out, though, is that at no time in any of these trials, and this is Mm. what I've been told, has Mm. the term insurrection come up at all. They've tried to, and nobody's being being tried for insurrection. uh, With the exception of, I think, the Proud Boys. Uh, Not even them. There, theirs were conspiracy. Um, well, maybe uh, what's it called? Conspiracy, seditious conspiracy, seditious conspiracy. Yeah, 
Uh, so, yeah, so they've gotten conspiracy and sedition in there. But nothing um, about an insurrection. And it's and I think I think the government's trying to stay away from that word. For whatever. Oh, reason. yeah, no doubt about yeah. it. Well, because it wasn't an insurrection. Correct. And theory but, I mean, is we're that talking about to get Trump all, you know, going on three years of pretrial confinement for right. many of these people. Now, it's a insane. lot of them have been sentenced already. Yeah, but there's still people in jail Correct. who've not. How many do we have a total on how many are left? Uh, no, uh, if All we right. do, I don't have it. Yeah. All right. So make honey great again dot com. Use the referral code daily mojo. Help them help us help you. Everybody get some honey. Use the hashtag what I learned today. <laughs> so we can reach out and touch you. The daily mojo. All right, the uh, weirdness that was uh, up around the Obama compound yesterday, I guess over the weekend as well. And before we dive completely into that, I had I had to look up and I wanted to find out what paddleboarding is. I mean, I, I kind of knew, but I yeah. wanted to make sure I completely understood what paddleboarding is. Uh, and for those of you who are unaware of what paddleboarding oh, is... Fair. Uh, These can be bought for the day and cost five pounds. Here's a nice young lady. Paddleboarding in Buttermere, in somewhere in England or Ireland or someplace. And by the way, you do need a permit to get out there and paddleboard. So don't be just, you know, jumping out there and paddleboarding without the permit. So you're standing up on this board. Wow, that is. It looks like kind. It looks kind of like a surfboard. It's a different board. This one's inflatable. I didn't realize they were inflatable boards. I didn't either. So that's paddle boarding when you are standing up on this uh, paddle board thingy and uh, paddling yourself across a body of water. All right, that's paddle boarding. All right, so over the weekend up at um, the Obama's um, compound in, uh, was it Massachusetts? Wherever the... Um, Martha's Vineyard. Yeah. Martha's Vineyard. Uh, They, a paddleboarder went missing on Sunday. Turns out that the paddleboarder was the private chef, the personal chef of Barack and Michelle Obama. Wasn't he paddleboarding on their property? In a pond yeah, it's a, it's a pond yes. that, that backs up to their property. I don't know if they own the pond, but but there were two paddleboarders there. He was one of them. He uh, His name is um, uh, Tafari Campbell. He was the chef in the White House during Obama's presidency. And Massachusetts State Police confirmed that the paddleboarder whose body was recovered from Edgartown Great Pond on Monday was, in fact, Tafari Campbell, 45 years old, of Dumfries, Virginia. According to the AP, Campbell was employed by the Obamas, was visiting Martha's Vineyard. The Obamas were not present at the home at the time of the accident. In a statement, they said he was part of the family. We loved him. We're very obviously sorry to hear that he has died. Been a part of our lives ever since we were at the White House. The search was launched on Sunday night. And again, it's kind of odd. It was launched Sunday night for a male paddleboarder who had gone into the water, appeared to struggle to stay on the surface, and then submerged and then did not resurface, this according to police report. 
another paddle boarder was on the pond with him at the time and observed him go under the water. It added it wasn't clear why the other paddle boarder did not intervene and rescue the aforementioned drowned paddle boarder. Yesterday, his body was found approximately 100 feet from the shore, and the water was about 8 feet deep. So, which sounds it a little sounds, weird. I it mean, does. It sounds like this guy may have had a medical emergency, but the other paddle boarders, that's the, that's the confusing part of this story. And, I mean, we're assuming that he strapped the paddle board to his ankle because that's what I've been watching the paddle board videos that I watched this morning to make sure I understood what a paddle board was. They all had the uh, ankle leash on them. Okay. Maybe he didn't. Possible that he didn't have the paddle board leash because if, you know, at that point, if you fall off your paddle board, you just, if you're with somebody like that, you reach over, you grab the leash, you pull them up. The Massachusetts state police detective unit is investigating his death. It's believed to have been an accident. But again, when you have time, uh, and the guy is uh, survived by his wife and their twin boys. So it's a sad story. But when you start reading the responses on social media, why does everybody think that everything is a conspiracy? It's like, uh-oh, what did he know? What did he know about the Obamas? Did he see Michelle naked? It, but this is what you get. When you are secretive in government. Amendment. Our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. Lives here. Watch and listen at thedailymojo.com. We loved our standards. So now, up yours. The Daily Mojo. Hi, over in the uh, Daily Mojo chat room, uh, Patriot Girl 1658 story is not believable. Any death involving the Clintons and Obamas is probably murder. Just saying. Wow. I know. I'm telling wow. you, the yeah. response to this is weird. Um, hey, Sarah, how you doing? Uh, also, uh, let's see, Deb Trebway, me too, be right back. Uh, Deb Trebway says, any relation to the Backstreet Boys? I don't know what they're talking about over there. And over on the uh, platform for, formerly known as uh, Twitter. Uh, Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, got a note that will my, my cable will be in and out all day, according to Fuster Clucker. No TV or internet. Oh, can we all it's need hard to say a, to a live prayer. like that? It is. Let's all say a prayer for Fuster Clucker that he makes it <laughs> through the day without cable uh, or internet. And honestly, that'd be pretty tough. I mean, unless you read a book. Just saying. True. Uh, don't forget to uh, join the Insider Club, uh, the Daily Mojo texting, Daily Mojo 280123. All one word, Daily Mojo. No spaces. Text that to 80123. You'll become part of the club, and you'll be eligible for the big prize giveaway tomorrow on the Daily Mojo. Right now, we welcome back to the program from his extended stay on the French Riviera. Uh, it is Dan Andros uh, from Faithwire and the host of the Quick Start podcast. <laughs> he wasn't really. He was actually uh, in Cancun, Mexico, having a fabulous uh, vacation down in Cancun. <laughs> no, I was, Where I was actually in the luxurious <clears throat> locale of Denver, Pennsylvania. So... 
Uh, Denver. I didn't even know there was a Denver, Pennsylvania. Exactly. Exactly. So, is it is it mountainous? No, that John Denver man. He's okay. I'm just kidding. But uh, <laughs> well, you know, you know. And, and Dan and I were talking prior to the uh, being uh, back here on the air and being at uh, at camp with the Utes of America, and I made the comment that I've. I've met a few Utes in the past several months, uh, one of which uh, was our Uber driver to the airport, and he was a 20-something, mm-hmm. and he was sharp as a tack. He was on it as far as the news goes. He was a conservative type, and I was like, wow, this is great. I mean, there's hope. And so you say that the, the, the Utes at the camp, were they gave you hope for the future? Well, yeah, these are kids from my church who are part of the youth group. And so, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of great kids there. So good. All right. Um, but that's not all hope all is not hope all off. and help we can get. Oh, good. Because sometimes when you look around and you see, you see the videos of some of these kids out there, it's like, oh, no. I mean, you really do have to. Yeah. It makes you worry for the future. But hopefully we've got things settled. Unlike. Uh, out there, and I, I was going to tell you I wanted to talk about this, but I didn't. Uh, this is out there in um, Albany Hill, California, the, the uh, battle over the cross out there. The okay. Are you familiar with that? you familiar with that? I know there's story? a couple going on. I'm not sure I'm familiar with this specific one, but. This, okay, Albany Hill is out there, I guess it's south of San Francisco. It's a little uh, seaside town in California. And. Mm-hmm. The there's a plot of land, about an acre of land that is uh, was given to the town back. I want to say in the was it the fifties uh, by a uh, uh, a family. It was given uh, to the town, but then deeded to the uh, the Lions Club. They got an easement, and the Lions Club went out and put a 28 foot tall aluminum and plexiglass cross on this hill thanks to their easement and it uh, it had lights in it so it would light up at christmas and easter and all of those and and uh, would light up around uh, the uh, remembrances of 911 and then along comes uh the activist types and they want the cross taken down because you know you can't uh you can't have a cross out there you know in full view of god and everybody and they're, you know, arguing yeah. separation of church and state and all of that. And so the, the court basically said, look, this, the city can either sell the land, Lions Club offered to buy it, and we'll buy the land, keep the cross up. Or you can take the land through eminent domain. Guess what the town did? They took the land and huh? they took the cross I was down say and they put took it in storage. <laughs> yeah. And so it's been uh, 1970, this, uh, this cross was put up there. And it's like... Okay, it, let's just say you're an atheist. Really and you're pissed off <clears throat> that there's a cross. Okay, but do you have to take things to this extreme? Whatever happened to live and let live? Well, that's not the. I mean, that's not the mo of the modern day militant atheists. They're trying to stamp out all Christianity. They've decided that it's this big blight on society, and that they need to. It's their moral duty, which I always find hilarious coming from atheists who 
believe it's their moral duty to fight something. As, right. as the ancestors of bacteria and the ancestors of fish <laughs> who are spontaneously just fizzing, they're just bags of gas fizzing and they're the product of their right. chemical reactions. Right. But yet they're on a mission, Brad, to right, right all the wrongs of the world so that their ancestors, the bacteria, can rest in peace. I don't know. It makes no sense. They're fighting against their own worldview, in my opinion, when they do stuff like this, when they claim some sort of moral high ground. Their, their feet are firmly planted in thin air when it comes to that as far as having a basis to stand on. So it's the whole thing right. is ridiculous to me. But like you said, live and let live. It, what is wrong with your life? How big of a snowflake are you that you can't drive by and see a cross? Right. And not just get over it. You know, it just just move on.com. Like uh, the cross it I, is, it's just it Yeah. I know it boggles my mind too. I mean, it's and I have a family member who is a I think she still identifies as an atheist and um you know, it's like, well, why, you know, I've, I've asked her in the past, well, why even bother? What are we, you know, why, why the charade? Why can't I just come over and stab you in the eye right now? There's no, <laughs> I'm not, I mean, there's no, there's no cosmic justice or anything like that. And if I'm not right, going to get right. punished for it, you know, why not just, um, and there's never really a good answer for that. But the former mayor of the city uh, was quoted as saying, I want to reiterate that neither the city council nor the city of Albany endorses in any way the lighting of the cross for any occasion, religious or nationalistic, or supports its continued presence on public property. That was the mayor at the time in 2017, uh, Peggy McQuaid. And I'm not going to say that Peggy McQuaid um, uh, looks... Uh, like a miserable human being, but Peggy McQuaid, Peggy McQuaid does not look like the kind of person you'd want to have at like a oh. really fun party. She just looks, <laughs> she just is, uh, kick you in the teeth. It's like, like these people just, again, it's like I said, the live and let live. And yeah. Peggy needs to let her they, hair down a little bit. And, right. Uh, <laughs> and uh, but just, yeah, I, it's bizarre. It's bizarre. It is bizarre. And um, it's just, it's frustrating to have to deal with these battles. Like what, like you said, what, what is your life come to when this is uh, your big mission in life is to take down something, right? Like I thought this was the tolerance right. crowd. This was the, um, you know, everyone is loved and uh, let's just treat everybody equally. But they, it does, that doesn't fit. Like, how do you just say, well, we got to take this down? How can you not also look at the Christians and say, oh, look at the Christians with, with their, you know, they're willing to look at the Muslims and let Muslim women, I mean, we're, hey, believe all women and we love all the women and yada, yada, yada. But Muslims have women rolling around with, you know, big tarps on their heads. And right. uh, the, the progressives aren't worried about that. They don't seem to they don't seem to care about that, but yet there's a crossover here and we better hurry up and go stamp that and take it down. Um, to me, it's just another one of the evidences that Christianity is real because out of all the things going on and all the tolerance and the equity and the diversity ing happening, 
Christianity is the one where they're like, nope, not that one. Right. It, it really, again, I never thought I would get to this point in life where things have gotten this crazy. I remember growing up in, in Boron, California, which is a stone's throw from Edwards Air Force Base, you know, where they kept the mm-hmm. UFOs uh, and, <laughs> and, and where they faked part of the moon landing. Um, yeah. But there was a, a hill in Boron, and it had a big cross on the hill made out of rocks. And nobody ever freaked out about it. No one was ever. I mean, it was just that's the cross on the hill. It was yeah. nice. It makes it was. It makes me think, Brad. I I know California is not the is they're not the Israelites. I get that. But when I read stories, but when I read stories like this, and I see stories like this where you have people intentionally taking out the symbols of God and then tucking them away. I can't help but think about Old Testament Israel and how they would fall away from following God. They would, you know, the commandments, you know, brought mm-hmm. down through Moses would get pushed aside. All the laws pushed aside and they would start worshiping all these different idols and they'd make up their own gods and they'd create them. And I'm watching this and I'm like, you know, again, I know that um, this lovely lady that you showed, I'm sure she's not a professing Christian. I, I get that. But, Still, uh, you have people made in the image of God, and they're just going out of their way to suppress the fact that God exists. And it's sad. It's really sad. And mostly I feel bad for them because they're heaping coals on themselves. And then the the next mayor, or I think is actually the current mayor of, um, uh, what's it called, Albany Hill, or uh, yeah, Albany, California. His name is Aaron Tiedemann. And uh, so I just looked him up on on the Twitters, and uh, there are some people that they can look at you. On X? You mean on X? Excuse me. I'm sorry. On X. You're right. I apologize. And I looked at him, Mm -hmm. and and I know I'll be superficial. You don't have to be. But there are some people that just when you look at him, they make you want to slap him upside the head. He just happens to be one of those uh, people with that look on his face. Uh, It's it's just that snarky look. You know what he looks like? uh, what he he looks like one of the pictures the onion would use for one of their feature images <laughs> yeah he does he really he's got the same look on his face that like david hogg usually <laughs> has it's the same thing uh yeah. but he is i think prop 26 is uh, out there in california i think it was the um uh whatever it was the uh, uh the new voting system they wanted to use um, ranked choice voting, how, you know, the person who get the most and then the second person, if they, if the first person wasn't able to serve something, the ranked voting thing, it was all yeah. this crazy. I thought you were going to say the cherry picker machine, but anyway, that's, that works too. No, not that one. No. But he, um, he wrote an op-ed, uh, and he's the mayor of this town. He wrote an op-ed back then at saying, uh, at least I think that's the same guy. I don't know how many Aaron Tiedemanns there are. Prop 26 is a little too complex for me to tell anyone how to vote on it, but it will impact my community of Albany and the Bay Area. If you look at the map below, there's one place in the Bay Area will be affected. Uh, it's the gold. The, his explanation of this proposition was like, I don't really know if I should tell you how to vote on it. And now he's the mayor of Albany. And he's, again, he's one of those people who just was opposed to having this this cross up out there and you just get feelings about people 
and he's another one of those. And it's yeah. why California is falling apart, which irritates yeah. me because I like the state. It's a very beautiful state. Yep. It's a beautiful state, and the progressives are destroying it. They're making it impossible to live there, and people are fleeing it. And then they progress. You know, the interesting phenomenon with progressives is I don't think they know what they're doing. It's like it's like they're driving in a pickup truck with a bunch of garbage in the back, and the garbage is falling all out, and they don't realize it. And then they turn around and like, what is this place? Is a dump? Like, what happened? And you dumped all the garbage there, but they have no idea. So it's like the same thing with their voting. They'll vote for all these progressives that make life miserable for everyone. Nobody right. can afford the property taxes. Everything's out of control. And then they turn around and they're like, what happened? What is going it on is here, weird. guys? I can't figure it out. I'm getting out of here. I'm going to Texas. And then they start voting for all the same morons. And again, I, I circle back to the Makes me want to slap him upside the head, but you don't have to. Some good news, though, I noticed there on the front page of Faithwire, Sound of Freedom, well over $100 million. I just checked $124 million. So yeah. there is hope you know for the You know what's crazy future. is it beat, it beat, now obviously Barbie and Oppenheimer were the big winners this past weekend, but yep. Sound of Freedom beat Mission Impossible. Like twenty million to nineteen million. That's that's crazy. Really? Yeah. Now Mission Whoa. Impossible's in its like third weekend, but so is so is Sound of Freedom. So that's pretty crazy. Wow. Last I looked, I had anyway. No idea. Yeah. I'm, yeah. It was like twenty million. Inch it out, like twenty million to nineteen and a half million, or something like that. That's amazing. Obviously, the totals. You know, the Mission Impossible has a great total. They had a big opening weekend, but. Um, but for, but for this past weekend, for I mean, it just shows that it's still going, and it's really remarkable. I am, I am just flummoxed, Brad, on how people are finding ways to be mad about the sound of freedom. Like, ah, ah this guy's not fighting child trafficking in the right way. What a jerk! Like, how about you get out of your basement and do something about it? Like, what, what are we doing here, guys? Like, ah, oh, you know, there's better tactics out there for fighting the child. This is a potentially kind of, oh, oh. Well, what are you doing? What are you doing? Weird. You're like, ah, I gotta, ah, he's not fighting it the right way. Uh, what they're doing is called armchair quarterbacking. Yeah. It may, it's Hang on, weird. guys. I got to go yell at Jim Caviezel because the, Tim Ballard's not fighting it the right way. I have more donuts to eat. Come on. Like, what do you... Sh- shut up. Just it's say weird. thanks to the guy for going out there. And, right. Even if he saved one kid. Right. It's better than... A, how many kids have you saved? How many kids have you it's, saved, Mr. <laughs> Keyboard Warrior? None. It's You've saved None. It is so bizarre. I cannot. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. I'm like, why? Why are they so hell bent on trying to knock this thing down? And uh, he but, talked to Glenn Beck once. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know he's saving kids, but he, he's he's nice to conservatives. Oh, it is. So we're the strange. dumbest society, Brad. We are the dumbest. <laughs> 
I was saying, you got a guy out here. I'm sorry. I'm just out. You got me all fired up. <laughs> we, we got a guy out here who's literally saving kids. He's saving kids. And we're finding ways to fight about it. I mean, this is, <laughs> we're, we're so dumb. We, we are so dumb. I just, it's hitting me right now how dumb of a society we are. Oh, man, this, this ridiculous Tim Ballard. Remember about 10 minutes ago when I asked you if there was hope for the future? There's not. And you're all it's like, all done. You're all like, yeah. No. How things change in 10 minutes. Look, it's really. Yeah, bizarre. I take it all back. I take it all back. All the kids are on social media. They're going to be infected by social media. They're going to be finding ways to be mad about stuff that they have absolutely no reason. They don't even know what they're talking about. What? Are we all? Wait a minute. Hold on. I just got to see what We're my doomed. team is mad about today. Oh, this guy's saving kids. He's a jerk. All right. Yep. All right. This is jerk saving kids. I'm not doing it the right way. Up against him. He's doing it wrong. Doing it wrong. I just you're not saving what, kids uh, the right way. What is oh uh, man? What I'm what's sorry. coming up? See, this has been better than caffeine. What's uh coming up on the uh the quick start podcast uh that people can oh. look forward to today? <laughs> uh, we've got a couple of cool stories. Actually, there's revival in Taiwan, which is really interesting because you know, China they're threatening um taking action there. So Right. Um, it's, it's interesting to see the Christianity sort of reviving there. Um, mm -hmm. Also, there is a we talked to a guy who's behind this wall of answered prayer, which is also very cool. They're building a big monument in the UK, which I don't know how it got in the UK instead of America. But basically, it's all these times God has answered prayers and people are commemorating that. And there's like millions of them on this wall. It's, it's very, very cool. Very cool idea. And then um, we got also the Air Force general who talked about how America is better positioned to effectively use AI and that he worries about these other countries that don't have a Judeo-Christian background because of the potential of, they have no backstop, right? They've got no moral baseline right. at all. There's nothing holding them back from just, you know, like the Chinas of the world that'll just be insane Stabbing with it. in the eye. Yeah. Yeah, they don't care. They, don't, they have no right. restraints. So... That and more on the Quick Start podcast today. <laughs> the, and I don't yell, I of, promise. That was all my yelling for the week. That was it. The end of humanity coming up on the next Quick Start podcast. <laughs> all right, uh, Dan, welcome home. Hope the uh, chigger bites. You know, if you just put a little clear nail polish on them, uh, it will do nothing, but you'll feel better. So try oh, great. that. Good to know. Any chigger bites. All right. We will uh, <laughs> talk again soon, my friend. I appreciate it. See you, Dan. Uh, Dan all right, guys. Quick Start Podcast, also over at faithwire.com. <laughs> he's right, though. He is I right. I cannot for the was life of me figure out. I was going why, with it today. Why are <laughs> these people attacking this? How do you attack a movie that is anti-child sex trafficking? I don't, I mean, I don't get it. I really, truly don't. Don't understand it. And at the same time that people are crazy, uh, as uh, Tom McDonald said, people so crazy, people so dumb. We can do amazing things as humans. And looking through some of the achievements, strangely, in China, uh, of these robots, you will be amazed at some of the 
advances that are just in this video from Pro Robots over on uh, YouTube. Research and development of intelligent humanoid robots in China, and also maintains a leading position in the world for bionic skin and mass production capabilities of bionic robots. The company combined humanoid robots and meta-universe technology to create science and technology museum of the future EX. They brought humanoid robots resembling scientist Albert Einstein and Taiwanese pop singer Teresa Tang to the exhibition, as well as a sympathetic robot and a robot avatar. Our method of creating EXO robots has been around for a long time, more than 10 years. Humanoid robots are a special kind of product. The degree of complexity of their production technique is the highest because we want to make robots even more similar to humans. Why? To allow them to better integrate into our human society so they can replace humans at work. And that's where it gets scary. But the did you see the movement on some of these oh, like yeah. the, the uh it on this the, guy uh, here life like yeah. on Albert Einstein. They've gotten the facial stuff. Hang on. Uh, it's, it's, it's advancing. It's still not quite there yet because there's so many muscles in the human face. I would imagine that that's probably one of their big challenges is we have all of these muscles in the human face that they can't quite replicate, but I mean, they are pretty close and these hands are amazing. And remember it was in Westworld, the documentary Westworld, the original, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, we were taught that you could tell in the book, I think it was the knees in the movie. It was the hands that that's how you could tell the androids, the robots because they couldn't get the hands right. But when you start looking at some of this new stuff with these hands, it's pretty spooky and they look so realistic, but here's the scary part. If you think about it, if you do get a humanoid looking robot that can move around, move their hands, their hands are so they may look natural, but their pistons and uh, servos and pneumatics, they could take your hand and crush it. I mean, if the, the hand ever gets, you know, if their hand ever gets out of control, it doesn't take them anything to just crush your hand. Uh, and then we have, you know, the cartoon, cartoony looking robots who... They not only can clean your house, but apparently they can clean out your other stuff, if you know what I'm saying. Those are freaky weird. They are. And it's... Then the dog ones. Yeah. The advances in this... And again, think about it. 2023, that's, that's where we are right now. Go back 100 years. 1923. In this country, in 1923, you couldn't get a drink because of prohibition. Uh, they'd just come out of the First World War. You know, they were, think about the dog fights uh, in, in World War I, in those planes. And you look at them today, you're like, wow, how'd they even survive any of that? And a hundred years later, uh, we're looking at this. Uh, they've got and look at the, the hands. I mean, it truly is amazing how far we have come in a hundred years on some of these things. And you and, and I won't on the see other, it, but a hundred years from now, they may have androids in homes. I think they have them now. We've got robots in homes. Yeah, That's I'm what talking a about androids. Is. 
You talk about a, a a robot that looks like a human. Yeah, like Bicentennial Man. You remember that Robin Williams movie? Yeah. Yeah. But so we've got all this wonderful advancement on one hand, and then you look at the chaos in society on the other. Yeah. Whew, it's it's quite breathtaking, as is the passage of time. What do you mean it's let's go? Which has again flown by as it does most often when you're with me, I know. It always seems like it's gone by far too fast. It's that feeling you have, you know, your first love back in high school and how time flew by when you were with them. I understand it's the same way with me. Uh, That is two hours of audio deliciousness and me uh, called the Daily Mojo for Tuesday, July 25th, year of our Lord, 2023. Did anybody learn anything? I don't know. Slightly venomous Kirk says, why are the robots not wearing masks? That's a good question. But again, I have to, I cut them some slack over in China because they were wearing masks before masks were cool. Oh, they were years before. So, yeah, yeah I don't, even now if I see an Asian uh, person walking down the street wearing a mask. That's town looked like shit in pictures, and they wow. needed to be able you, to breathe. Why do you hate the Chinese so much? Uh, let's be frank in PA. If a robot hand crushes a real body part, you know it won't be a hand. <laughs> Does he mean sex stuff, Ron? That's what I think he means. Asking for a friend. Over in the uh, Rumble chat room, let's see if they're behaving over there. Uh, let's see. Wombat Mommy says, notice how Brad didn't check on the Rumble chat? Uh, see, we are the redheaded stepchildren of the mojo. No, you are not. You are the hot redheaded neighbor's grown stepchildren. Wanted to check all the boxes, make sure I wasn't being creepy. Um, Missy13, exactly, babe. And E1 Guru says Ashton Kutcher needs to watch out. Yep. Does he? In the Daily Mojo chat room, uh, man has twigs and berries by birth. Thank you, Pecan Pie, for that uh, elucidating comment. Uh, Patrick G says someone is missing a stooge. Hmm. And Victor, I can see trying to get something up, but down... It's inevitable. Is it? Asking for a friend. Ron, I love you. Love you. No homo. Uh, As for the rest of you, I love you too. And I urge you to remember that we the people must hang together. Otherwise, we shall surely hang separately. No joke. Six Semper Tyrannus resist, stupid, and good night, Doc Thompson. Wherever you are. See ya. Pow. Boom. Watch and listen at thedailymojo.com.